0: Hello there, C-Note here, and um, I just wanted to do a quick little heads up of what's coming here on dopamine, specifically for the YouTube channel, though I'm still going to post the podcast feed here. Uh, Very similarly to what I've been doing with INTP-related personality content on dopamine, I'm going to be expanding some of that to include a more visual element, and talking about Personality maps, models, different ways of understanding different concepts within those models. Uh, Enneagram spiral dynamics, Myers Briggs, and maybe even break down some other things that I haven't learned yet. And uh, most recently, I've been learning generational theory and breaking down those concepts in the way that I tend to comprehend them. Now, there's there's a sort of a, a mini model of understanding the way that you best perceive things. It's sort of visual, auditory, or kinesthetic. Basically what it sounds like. Visual thinking versus auditory versus uh, kinesthetic. So kinesthetic being sort of movement through a space or in an experience or or some way to to understand or express your experience through movement. Audio being more about language and the understanding via, you know, literal words and then visual being more visual representations. And I follow, I fall under visual. I'm more of a visual thinker. So when I'm even describing these concepts, when I'm talking about kinesthetic, there's like someone cartwheeling and moving in my mind and audio, I imagine someone talking into a microphone and then visual. I'm imagining myself and what I'm going to be doing on the YouTube channel, uh, describing and and creating visuals on Photoshop and, you know, lines being drawn or sometimes visualizing something. So what I'm going to be doing as a way of stepping further into personality content and maps and models is to discuss them through visual connections, because that's just kind of the way that my mind is making these connections. And I've never really owned that until recently. So it's really been clicking for me in my mind, how much I am a visual thinker. And there's a couple reasons why I want to do this. One is I think giving visual examples is another helpful way of understanding concepts and not just literally listening to words. And, uh, it's not that words aren't important. I can visually describe things, but that's usually what I'm doing. I'm visually describing things. And that's why I don't really get into language in any, um, intense way. I I don't, I don't think about words needing to be necessarily complex that as long as it's describing sort of a visual representation, that tends to be something that I lean towards. So that's really what I want to bring is just describing concepts or ideas in a way that relates to our real world or, or even abstractly, like how can you think about Myers-Briggs types in a matrix and how they relate to each other and how they connect to each other and giving you a visual representation so that you can understand it. Now I'm going to be literally creating some visuals on the YouTube channel via like screen sharing and talking with, um, you know, Photoshop on the screen and making some stuff. Um, but but I will be describing and I'll put those descriptions in the podcast feed to, to do that. Because there are, there are maps and models that in the books that someone creates, there's usually visuals, right? There's usually, for Spiral Dynamics, it's like a spiral kind of upward. But there's all sorts of different ways that you can represent not only the concept as a whole, but you can visually represent it in all sorts of different ways. So for Spiral Dynamics, for example, you can think of it as like climbing up a mountain and at each base camp is kind of a different level of development and that new vantage point gives you a greater scope of reality of what's around you, but then also gives you a greater, uh, in a way you're kind of looking down at the previous levels, but it's harder to see what's coming next. And so that's like an example and I will draw something like that out. Um, but then there's other things that you're describing, maybe the differences between extroverted sensing and introverted sensing in you know, Myers-Briggs cognitive functions. Uh, so that's really the stuff I want to break down is how I understand them visually in my mind. And then how maybe you can understand them if you're a visual thinker in the same ways, right? I know not everyone's going to be a visual thinker, but I think since I'm already kind of doing this, I'm kind of just leaning in. So this is where this comes in, right? I've, I've been doing, um, I've been doing work for my friends at personality hacker, and this is kind of the, the, what I do is that they're, they're a little bit more auditory. Um, Antonia is more auditory and Joel is more kinesthetic. And I think I bring the visual element and really as a sort of triad, as a triangle of sorts, like that covers all the bases and, and strengthens their teaching by bringing visuals into their work, into some of their programs that I'm doing. So I'm actually, the goal of this is to help potentially you as a fellow teacher or potentially uh, psychologists or anyone who is trying to maybe even design your own models or theories in understanding how different shapes work, what they mean, what they can represent Uh, what different colors may represent, what different um, combinations of those things may represent or could help you represent, you know, and why maybe a certain shape wouldn't work for a certain idea or why a certain shape could be more beneficial for a different idea. Right. So it's kind of abstract, but you know, these, these things will get a little bit more clear as I start to do the content. So I just wanted to give you a sense of what's coming as this is a little bit of a pivot for dopamine as I mentioned, I'm not really covering the mental health stuff as much, unless I'm going to be talking about it within a certain model or way of understanding something, um, but it's not going to be mental health in terms of my catharsis anymore, necessarily. There are old episodes if you want to follow some of that journey up to that point, but in a way, this is um, it's kind of dopamine 3.0. There may be some slight visual changes, um, there may be some different tweaks, but this is kind of a different direction. I want to experiment with this. I want to play with it, see how it goes. You're welcome to stick around. You're welcome to tell someone who's maybe a designer or someone who's interested in this stuff to join. That would be amazing. And um, I'll do what I can to maybe get some people on the show to talk about how they've designed their own theories and visual representations of their ideas. And seeing if we can make some of these concepts maybe a bit bit, bit easier to understand for those who are more visual thinkers, right? So, I think lastly the reason I've realized that I'm a visual thinker is that I, my personal sense of learning didn't really pick up until YouTube started to become a thing. And I didn't realize how much having a visual representation of something really helped me. Uh obviously textbooks have visuals and all of that stuff, but someone just talking in the front of the room was usually super boring. Um, and sometimes reading certain books, like my mind would visually go in all sorts of different directions, which may have had a connection point with my perception of having ADHD at some point in my life. Right. And then I'm always a visual thinker and being visual, especially having extroverted intuition in my cognitive functions as an INTP that, you know, it kind of trailed me off. It's like you have one visual and it kind of leads to another, leads to another. So it was hard for me to read fiction books because then I would start applying my own visions, visions to everything. Sometimes it would contradict the visions that were being described in the book and, you know, made things a bit challenging for me to get through a fiction book. Uh, now I'm embracing it more and it is a little bit easier to read books and understand those concepts and kind of lean into it because the, I understand that that's the way I'm thinking. That's the way I'm, uh, uh perceiving the world in a way. So. I would love to know if you are identified as not identified, it's not really an identity, but if, if visual thinking is, is something that resonates with you. And, um, if there's a model, a, a an interpretation of an idea, either that you want to share or that you would like for me to share my visual of, um, that would be, or, or even just describe it on the podcast, that would be, um, that would be interesting. So you'll see there's a link in the description of this podcast for leaving a voice message that requires downloading Anchor. Actually, you might not have to do that these days. I think you can do it in the browser. But you could do it on your phone and just leave a voice message, ask a question, leave some thoughts, um, share your story, whatever, or, or some requests for what you would like to see covered. And then we can go from there. So that's really what this show is transforming into. And I hope you'll join me for that. So I appreciate you for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode of Dopamine. See ya.